it's friday hey friends happy friday so glad that you are here for this episode this is a fun episode you know if you're new here friday is our faith fun food fitness related episodes and I haven't done a faith one or a fun one in a while so today we're doing a fun episode especially since the time of recording this episode it is six days away from Thanksgiving now if you are in Canada then you will have already likely celebrated your Thanksgiving but this is Thanksgiving for the US and they're thankful for coming away from the British so that's why we don't celebrate it over here but my friends this is going to be a fun-filled one for the type of characteristics that you can have at your table not just at Thanksgiving but any holiday season also coming on Monday on the website, you will be able to download this vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash holiday. If you go there now, you're not going to find it on there until Monday, but this will also include the Black Friday discount. Yes, your girl does celebrate Black Friday as well. Now, this is how to eat your way through the holidays without overeating. If you're somebody worried about Christmas, Thanksgiving, and every other holiday season that has food attached to it, and you're trying to eat healthy, one, I love the fact that you're here, and two, this guide is for you. This covers Thanksgiving, it covers Christmas, it covers New Year's. You can use this and apply the same tips and tricks that I teach my clients and I've taught myself in a handy guide. Now, this is for you if you don't really feel like you need the accountability of a coach. Now, not everybody does need the accountability of a coach. There's no offense here taking friends, but this is for you. You can just plug and play. You can do what it says in the, in the guide and you can be on your way without having to get overwhelmed by overeating and whether or not you're going to eat this or eat that we don't do diets here friends so if you're looking at this guide and thinking it's going to be a diet and how to diet successfully there's no diets here friend but my friends let me stop the talking and i'm going to allow you to get into this episode and listen to the 10 types of people that are at your dinner table this thanksgiving and how you can manage them okay friends enjoy your friday hey friend welcome to lose weight with macros the basics podcast show with me your host verona if you're somebody who's overwhelmed by all of the conflicting information out there you're confused about how much protein you should be eating how to count macros you don't have time to figure out your macros and you're sick and tired of repeating the same old boring meals because it is exhausting you are in the right place this lose weight with macros basics podcast is specifically for you you're the woman who wants to learn how to track your macros and do it sustainably do it in a way that you can enjoy your food and you don't have to cut out your favorite foods and we're not here for that so my friends if this is you grab your tea grab your coffee grab your water grab your matcha your notepad and pen because today's episode is going to be a juicy one so buckle up for Let's get it. Okay, my friends, this is a fun one. So today we're talking about the 10 types of people that you can have on your Thanksgiving table at any given time or all at one time. Oh my gosh, if you have these type of people at your table all at one time, I'm gonna pray for you. In fact, bow your head. But, <laughs> but anybody can have these type of people at the Thanksgiving table. But sometimes it can be your worst nightmare and other times it can be so funny like you've got, you are having side splitting laughs. Now, the first type of person that you can have at your Thanksgiving table is the foodie. Now, foodies are people who love to eat and drink. Now, I think I fit into this category, you know, not even just at holiday seasons, but I think I fit into it this season at all times of my life, all times of the year, except I don't drink alcohol, but I love to eat. And except I've just learned how to eat in a way where I'm not overeating and I'm not being forced to eat any food that I don't want to eat or you know what I feel guilty let me take it right now because if I don't take it someone else is going to eat it and I'm going to miss out and then I feel like oh my gosh I've just missed out on these once a year foods who make a grand appearance at your table only one time a year so I make sure that I have to do it well I used to that's one of the things that I used to do I used to just force myself to eat it when I know that I'm full up and 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 people at the table are none the wiser because you have come with your secret clothes that mean if you pull them down you've got more space for your belly to protrude been there friends 
and then I've cried about it later when I've got a stomachache from all the sweets, the chocolate, and then I start crying myself to sleep because I'm like, I'm just so fat. I'm never going to lose weight. Well, my friends, this is why you're here. And that's why if you are somebody who's struggling with this and you want to focus on the fat loss, literally focus on how you can lose fat without restricting yourself and without feeling like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Then go to the website via nutritioncoach.co.uk forward slash coaching and book your free coaching call with me to see if you're a good fit for the one-to-one coaching where we're digging deep into these mindsets and these mentalities and we're helping you to use prevention better than cure. Better than curing and then signing up for a diet doesn't work in January or restarting every single Monday. This is no shade here, friends. I'm just calling out the things that you do so you don't continue to do them and you can find a way of doing it and losing weight so you keep it off and don't have to do it again. Okay, so let's continue with the foodie. So the foodie, they'll always find a way to get their food fixed, right? I mean, like, anyhow, you want to get your food fixed, you can get your food fixed. They're the ones who bring their... I'm laughing because I am the foodie. They're the ones who bring their own mini picnic basket to work because they know there's going to be a meeting where everyone brings snacks. Oh, listen, those kind of meetings. When I was working in the office, oh, my days. Like, we would, thankfully, though, we would have a little Marks and Spencers around the corner or a little, like, supermarket that sold alcohol, sold food, all of those things that we could actually go in and then book in if we didn't have time. If I didn't have time to cook and I didn't really know that the people that I was cooking for would actually like or appreciate my food, I'm like, you know what? Let's just buy things that are already packaged and done and we can warm them up. I used to love doing that. Uh, but <laughs> but you know when those people do that right they actually i've done this is is this is so embarrassing but i've actually done this where i have saved a packet of sweets for myself people are like oh you saving that in case we need to replenish it i'm like no that's for me to take home or i put it in my drawer so that when i want snacks this is what we do and this is the type of personality that foodies do if you have a foodie at your table or you're a foodie beware friends these is what these people try to do the next person that is at your table on thanksgiving christmas or any type of holiday is the food snob and a food snob is a person who eats only the best foods and only from places that are super trendy or expensive. You almost never catch them eating anything that isn't organic or non-GMO, genetically modified foods. Okay, now the food snob is going to be a challenge for you to kind of deal with and have at your table. If in this instance that you are struggling and stressing yourself out because you know the food snob or food, or there are a few food snob or a few food snobs that are likely to turn up on Thanksgiving and you're pulling out your hair of of what you're going to do, what you're going to provide for them, Let me tell you now, stop the stress and tell the people to bring their own food. You know what? You make your own food however you like it, however you prepare it. I'm more than happily going to provide for you in terms of salad, the side salads, etc. If you want to bring your whole course meal, your dessert, I'm happy to store this in the fridge and just reheat it for you. Okay, that's it. Case done. Don't take on anybody's extra additional stress. Let them bring in their own stress. If they want to bring genetically modified food to your house, if they want to make sure everything is organic, they've got the coin to go and buy it. Let them do their thing invite them and you release the stress from them let them worry about it don't take on that kind of stress the next is the picky eater now i think i can be a food snob because i'm of my intolerances not that bad so i (laughs) will i'll tell you a funny story there was a friend who was like and we've had to reschedule a couple times because of sickness and i got covid so a friend of mine has just recently moved to a new house and it's like a big posh house and i haven't seen it yet so we're trying to get into the date we're trying to schedule and sync our calendars with one another so that i can go around because uh, when COVID, i had covid after the, f- the first time and i only want it one time in my life thank god um the first time that i had covid after two years whew, that knocked me out and that and that struggle the struggle the hardest thing was staying in your room the isolation period whew, if you've been isolated you know that they're struggling 
there's only so much steps that you can do in your your room and so many only so many things that you can do because it comes to a point where you just want to get out and you just want to go outside and that's what actually happened when I went outside I was like oh my gosh thank you lord for the air thank you lord for the trees it literally there was just only so much you could do when you're sitting in that room so never take it for granted of outside and whatever else but I digress let's get back to the story so because I was sick we were supposed to I was sick the day before in fact actually I was COVID free the day before I was supposed to go with her so we I decided I've you know just come out of COVID let's reschedule because you've got kids and I don't want to come around the house blah 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 and they were going on holiday so we agreed so now we finally resunk the dates and we've actually committed to another date now I'm excited to go there now the first time that we were making arrangements I was like she was like okay so what do you want to get to eat what can I cook and you know people that's just a general question and tends you tend to normally say oh you know what I eat anything. I'm happy with anything that you can eat. I just want to see your house. I want to see what it is and just spend time with you. Most people would respond that. Now, I kind of fell into the food snob territory because of these intolerances and the way that they set up my gut lining. It's like, oh my goodness, I can't eat this, I can't eat that, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. She was like, okay, maybe I can cook or we can get a takeaway. I was like, okay, what sort of takeaway? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? And I kind of unintentionally fell into the food snob category because so many different things cross over into the food intolerances. Now, if you've been addicted to fast and fatty food like I was for 20 years and you just I just abused my body in terms of forgetting what the doctor told me if I was at risk of being obese I was like you know what doctor I'm going to take another opinion and the second opinion told me the same thing so did the third so did Dr Google when I decided I knew best for my body now some of us do know what we need better than a doctor however when it comes to conditions maybe it's a better idea for us to take the doctor's advice, which lo and behold, the doctor was right. And when I suffered with acid reflux for 10 years too long. So I say that as a joke, but in the end, because of the intolerances and some of my intolerances, I can't eat egg. She was like, if you want to take takeaway and most takeaway stores now do, or most fast food restaurants cook their food instead of vegetable oil. If you look at the ingredients on the website, if you go to Chick-fil-A a lot and McDonald's a lot, McDonald's tend to do it. They tend to use at the time of recording this podcast. Anyway, they tend to cook in rapeseed oil guess what your girl can't have rapeseed oil so there's a load of crisps that I can't have loads of chips that I can't have and I'm like oh my goodness but the nutritionist that I saw you have to have a certain period of time for your body to heal and the time is longer than we think and longer than we actually want so I intentionally fell into a food snob not because I wanted to but because of the intolerances meant that I had to eat a strict diet in the end we still haven't met up and then in the end for me it's just better to eat and to cook my food and just bring it over there because then I'm not worried about I'm not sitting there and asking for a peppermint tea or a hot water bottle because my belly is hurting and stuff like that so it's just easier for me in that sense to become an unintentional food snob then you've got another person that could be at the table and the person is a picky eater like I feel like I'm just telling you all my mail like these three people are me boy and I'm like oh my gosh what do you eat <laughs> but you gotta love us when we come to the table you, you love us you will love us at your table trust me so the picky eater is a person that has a limited repertoire of foods that they will eat yep your girl and it's probably not going to include anything fresh out of the fridge but no that's not me but they'll ask you what exactly is in your dish before they try it and if they don't like what they hear (laughs) they'll pass on eating it picky eaters tend to be when we diet now years ago i did the keto diet Mm. And people were like, ah, Verona, the keto diet isn't a diet, it's a lifestyle. No, baby girl, it's a diet. So the definition of diet is restricting yourself from food in order to lose weight or for medical reasons. Now, most of us don't do the keto diet for medical reasons. There are some that have been advised to do that and they have a medical care team to advise them on that. However, the majority of the public, you and I don't do the ketogenic diet for physical purposes. We do it to to lose weight. So I definitely did it to lose weight and it's not a lifestyle. From the 1920s, I'm not even going to go into it. You can listen to the two-part episode that I did and I'll put it in the episode. 
I'll put the links of the episodes in the show notes below. But a two-part episode and a short synopsis of it is, since the 1920s, some of us were not even born in that era. Era, I know I wasn't, but from 1920, it was introduced as a medical treatment for children with epilepsy. And over the years, even now up until 2022, there has been recent science that has always continued to support that. And I speak some of the science in those two episodes that it's continually being used and they're continuing being able to see progress through neurological conditions. One of those that was discovered in 1920 was epilepsy. So that's something to do with neurons in your brain and then you end up having a seizure. So that's new. That's why the ketogenic diet was created or introduced in 1920. We're in 2022 and somehow this has been discovered and it's been sensationalized. This is the best way to lose fat. You do know that people have lost their lives on the keto diet and it's been havoc on their on their health. Now, if you're somebody who's considering that, make sure you do all of your research. Don't be scared, but make sure you do all of your research. For an angle is not telling you to do any form of ketogenic diet. Okay, the next person is the glutton. This is the person that will not stop eating from the time that they arrive to the time that they leave anything they can find they will eat it's literally like an addiction for them if they're given the opportunity they will consume the whole plate of food by themselves in one sitting because they just can't stop themselves from wanting more and more and more and some of you might be a glutton no shade here but some of you might do this at night time because you've had such a stressful day you're like you know what I can't stop eating I don't eat in a day but I can't stop eating at night you become a glutton at night and that's many people's lives I'm gonna be real with you that's many people's lives some of you get up in the night time in the middle of the night and you go down to the fridge and you have a feast then the children come downstairs and they find you crashed out on the sofa with Netflix playing in the background or you know when the tv is I don't know if it happens over there but um on the tv channels (laughs) they used this is how this is how I don't know how to describe it but it just used to be really really tiny black and gray little boxes all over the tv screen and it would make that interference sound and you're that's what happens when all of those shows are finished it's almost like the tape in the tv has finished and that's it it just this just stops there another thing is it plays that annoying noise and then you end up waking up to that sound but now if you watch sky or cable tv you've got those automatic tv channels where they're selling products late at night in the morning or whatever and you wake up to them and you wake up to qvc in your ears (laughs) and it's like huh what i fell asleep i've been asleep for that long yes you've been asleep for that long so these are the type of people that can pretend can, can end up being gluttons and you can end up not eating in the day because of whatever reason you're like I'm too busy to eat in a day never never read or open an email or work for somebody else to the ground or even yourself your client will still be there if you put yourself a break in fact your clients if you're a busy successful woman your clients expect you to take a break as much as you've got work to do and as much as they're paying you for a service if you get sick they will request a refund and go to another coach to finish the job that you couldn't do because you got sick and you was working yourself to the ground, not having enough food in the day and then you're being a glutton at night. Nil by, nil by, it's almost like you're nil by mouth by day and then becoming a glutton at night. And this isn't to throw shade or to make anybody feel guilty, but it's also to call out what's happening and to make attempts to fix that. Some of you might be beyond, might be beyond my skill set as a coach, and I have many skills as a coach. However, that might fall into the territory of a dietitian. So there are many aspects that you want to look into to actually see if this falls into it. Nobody is beyond help. Everybody can get help, but you have to step out and actually ask for that help. The next person is the family member. 
Now, this person is the reason why you make a lot of food because that family member loves your cooking. They want to bring their whole family with them too. It's not just them that comes. They want to bring their whole family and they will ask if they can do so. At least they ask you. At least they've got manners and they actually ask, can I bring this person? Even though it's only supposed to be an intimate dinner with just the two of you, that person is always trying to bring an extra body. If that person says, no, they can't come, then they're like, oh, you know what? That person really wanted to come. Can I take the Tupperware? Believe me, that food does not reach that person. It (laughs) it doesn't reach the person. I'm laughing because we've all got one of these people in our family. Sometimes we've been that person in our family and sometimes we know we've got a family member like this or we've got a family or two like this. And next is a party animal, you know. Hey, 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 hey. Even if they're playing Christmas songs and, you know, they're getting down and they're whining out to Christmas songs and, yeah, this is an extrovert. This is a extrovert on 100. This person loves to drink. They, 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 They can drink like a fish. So much so that they'll probably have one too many before the time is over. They get drunk then they become a completely different person loud obnoxious they're talking too much about themselves i have no problem with starting arguments and with other people in the room and it starts to get aggressive and sometimes they can start off well and then other times you dread it and you're like you know what i'm not having auntie sue here next year you know what let's not who brought her here let's not bring her here and when you when she turns up at the door like oh my gosh oh no hide the alcohol hide your keys hide your alcohol you're gonna hide everything yeah this party animal can sometimes be the life of the party and sometimes they can suck the life out of the party and this type of person sometimes not everybody likes at your party and we do everything in our power to get rid of them or to limit the alcohol but somebody with alcohol problems if you're trying to reduce the amount of alcohol that they have then become aggressive and it's just a headache more of a headache than it's worth yeah this type of person is somebody that can be a family member can be a friend and then it's just really hard work to just deal with this person and uh, when they're sober the next day they're good as gold however in the moment when they become loud and become into- so intoxicated that they become aggressive it's not nice for anybody the next person that can be at your table at thanksgiving or any christmas celebration is the loud mouth again this person is the life of the party they're so loud that you have to keep talking louder than them just so they can hear you what what did you say oh you said turn it up some more okay yeah yeah it's just they kind of go in with the party animal the next person is a joke teller this person i don't know where they get them from but they have a constant supply of boom boom kind of moments and these jokes sometimes they're funny sometimes they're so cringe and they have them at the top of a hat that they're coming they're coming quick and fast and they love to tell them you know, like those cheesy jokes, when you get out of the crackers at Christmas and you put it and then you get the toys and you get the jokes, sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they are so cringe and you're like, <laughs> you, you know, those kind of jokes, but they love to tell you these jokes and they love to tell you at dinner. But then there's the other person that kind of falls into the category of the oversharer. Like this person will tell you everything. They'll tell you what color undies they've got on. Like who needs to know all of that? They'll tell you things that are a little bit inappropriate to tell you at the table. They'll tell you everything about themselves, things they shouldn't tell you and even more so and it's like cringe and everyone that would normally come to save you is laughing because they know if they get caught by this overshearer they are going to be stuck there for the longest time ever and you're looking desperately with puppy dog eyes at anyone to come and help you but all of your savers your lifesavers or your sos friends they're cracking up in the corner laughing at you and you're like "Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah 
you're so embarrassed to tell the person, you know what, I don't really need to hear this. And even if you tell them, I don't really need to hear this, they don't stop. They keep going on. Unfortunately, that's the overshare of friends. And the last person is the chatty Cathy. It's a little bit like me in today's episode, isn't it? <laughs> this person knows everyone in the room and they want to talk to all of them at once. So that's exactly what they do. But my friends, those are the type, 10 types of people on Thanksgiving that you can have at your table. This isn't really a tips or tricks, but this is the type of people that you can have. And there are different types and personalities that all come together. But the main thing is about friends and about family. Yes, friends, there are families that have toxic family members. I am not coming on this podcast to pretend that there aren't toxic family members in this. And some of you might be like, well, this ain't for my family. You could also have opportunities to go to church friends, families' houses. That's what I've done in the past for Christmas. There's other people that you can do. You could do charity. There are things that you can do if you're somebody who doesn't have some of your family members with you this year celebrating Thanksgiving. There are those people that I am also going to be praying for at the time. So actually, in fact, let's do that now. So I pray for anyone, Lord, that is listening to this and they are remembering these types of people that are no longer with them. I pray that you would be with them. You would comfort them as the God of all comfort and the God of all peace. And those people who struggle with the family member that becomes aggressive, especially when they come intoxicated, I pray that you would give them strategies and wisdom how to love and support this person. And I pray that that person will, even though they want to be the life and soul of the party, that you help them. You help them to cast restraint over the alcohol substances. And I pray that they will have boundaries on not to drink too much. Every type of person is welcome at the table. But I pray for the person who is hosting all of these personalities, won't feel pressure to meet the needs of every single person. But Lord, just be in the midst of each and every family, our friends, family, community, whoever it is that's gathering around the table and focus on you, which is giving thanks. And I just pray this in Jesus name. Amen. And that's it, friends. That's this a fun type episode that I wanted to do today, rather just stepping away from the tips and trips that I normally do. But these are the 10 types of people that tend to be at the table around Thanksgiving and how you can encourage them. I hope that if you are one of those people, you can see what type of person you are. And that's sometimes how we are. But this can help us see ourselves in ways that we've not seen ourselves before and also see areas that we need to improve on and make those improvements for this next Thanksgiving uh, weekend and to appreciate those who cook for us. And so my friends, that is the end of today's episode. I cannot wait to catch you in the next one. Take care, friend. Hey friend, you made it to the end of the episode. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review over on iTunes. And if you have any questions, comments or concerns about today's episode or you need help, then you can contact me over on Instagram at VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast or email me support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk or you can head over to the Facebook page VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast. It helps us reach even more women who are fed up of dieting don't know how to lose weight they're frustrated with following sally's results and they're not getting any of their own and they just finally want to shed some pounds and do it in a way that they can sustain and they can enjoy but my friends that's a wrap for today's episode i can't wait to catch you on the next one until then friends stay healthy stay blessed and remember if you haven't already downloaded your five ingredient recipe pack you can go to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash recipes and download your five ingredient recipe pack who said healthy eating was boring See you next time, friend.